first, as I mentioned, uh, finding your purpose. Second, announcing your purpose. And third, to continue to deliver your purpose. You know what I love to tell myself when I take these opportunities is, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone. Nice. If I feel fear, just jump. Don't think about it. If I feel yeah. fear, just say yes. So <laughs> yeah, you, yes, you need to have jump. you need to have a little Don't let faith. let your brain start, you know, thinking about the possible outcomes and nothing. Trust it and jump. You'll figure it out. Welcome everybody. This is the third ever Cyber Talk, and today we're gonna talk about how you can make 2020 the best year of your life by learning something new and creating valuable content. We have four amazing guests today. One of them is Patricia Infante, who is a, an entrepreneur. And more than that, she spent this summer learning more about something very cool, which is meditation, but it ended up ramifying on improving multiple areas of her life. And yeah, she's gonna tell us more about it. So other than that, we also have three amazing creative communicators that started amazing projects. And I think they're also a great example of how you can make 2020 the best year of your life by creating valuable content and building your brand. So having said that, let's start by asking these amazing guests a little bit more about what they do and for them, to have an opportunity to introduce themselves to the audience. So who wants to start? Maybe Patricia? Um, sure. So a little bit about what I do. Currently, I run my personal account and I do love to share some yogi content. I love working on mental health, but my career is basically I work as an account executive at Delivery Hero in charge of basically handling all the clients of a certain portfolio and at the same time I also have my own venture called the Midpoint Venezuela. Okay nice nice and I think that's definitely a lot that uh, my, the other guests are going to be able to relate to and yeah that's definitely a great example of what you could do with this summer and well moving forward this 2020. So um, maybe Alexandra, Brian you want to jump in and tell us a little bit more about how you were making 2020 the best years of your lives? Well, um, I'm Brian Warman, and me and Alexander Enriquez and another colleague called Daniela started a branding consulting called Polygon Brand Consultants. Uh, we three are students, so we tackle all the, we help businesses tackle all their pro problems and help them get better at at different levels. Yeah, I mean, even Cyplo has seen a great, great actually, that's how we met them, a great improvement from working with uh, their amazing consulting brand. Uh, they even designed our logo and a whole image for the launch. So it's all thanks to them. So it's great to have you finally here. I've been, I know we have been speaking for a while of how we can work together even more. And I think this is definitely the perfect opportunity to go deeper into that. So yeah, uh, Alexandra, want to, do you want to go deeper a little bit about um, not only about Polygon, I know you have a new project, something called the A concept, right? Uh, so yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your projects? Hello, my name is Alexandra Enriquez. Um, as Brian said, we, I'm a marketing student. I'd like to thank Sideflow for the invitation, first of all. And well, yes, as 
brand said uh, a minute ago, we we started this branding consulting agency for like small entrepreneur um, like entrepreneurships um, and small businesses that are like starting just like us and we divide our services in three in three things and like it's, wait uh, uh-huh. yeah and three things the first of all is the image the strategy and the investigation and community management so we offer this three services to our clients and well Cyplo has been one of the clients that we have had over this past past months and we've seen a great um improvement in them so we're really proud of that and as Louise mentioned a second ago um I've also been working on this decoration project on I've always liked art so I started this project called the A concept that is pretty much um, me making this like abstract kind of designs and printing them in three different materials on canvas, um, like some kind of cardboard and acrylic. And that's kind of like how the project comes and I just started and it has like, it really liked in this couple of days. So I'm really excited about that as well. So thank you very much for the invitation and I hope that we can keep working together. Oh, thank you so much for being here. This is a huge opportunity. And actually in our last talk, uh, we were talking about how there are multiple ways you can uh, make 2020 with your real lives. One, one thing that really, I think is standard out and uh, Alberto, correct me uh, if uh, there's something we need to add here, but I think it's purpose. And I strongly believe that each one of you are a great example of finding, I don't know if your lifelong purpose, but definitely you found purpose. You found purpose in this 2020 and you execute, executed on that purpose and it's growing and you're seeing those results. And I guess what I want to be able to do today is to dive deeper on the story from the start, where it all started from, hey, I like a little bit art, to, hey, I'm gonna create art and send it uh, to everybody and start this business. Or from, what is yoga all about? To, well, where you are right now and uh, all the ramifications that had uh, Patricia. And yeah, the same for Polygon. So there are three great stories here to we can explore. So people can see how you go from zero to hero in one summer and well four months five months uh so yeah um if possible uh, we're gonna end up with a, fi- a great list of maybe five to six steps of how go from curiosity to expertise to teaching that expertise somehow and maybe even monetizing that expertise so yeah um let's start a little bit about i'm very curious uh since we started th- this way around uh I'm following the flyer. Uh, Patricia, do you want to tell us where all this yoga um, experience came from? Like how it started? What was the spark for you? Yeah, of course. Okay, so to be honest, when the quarantine started, I truly saw it as something that was just going to end soon. And I was waiting for the time to pass. I would sit down in my room and watch Netflix and just watch the clock. until one day I realized, you know, 
this is precious time and I can't just wait for the quarantine to end and everything to go back to normal. So I decided to work on myself. And so I decided to go back. I, I don't like to call them weaknesses. I like to call them areas of improvement. And for me, this was definitely um, probably emotional management and physical health. I did not use to exercise whatsoever. Mm. So, and this is when I started researching and I found this amazing YouTube account called Yoga with Adrian. And I started self-teaching myself yoga, right? Mm -hmm. um, little by little, at the beginning, I'm not gonna lie, it was discipline. It was discipline and I'm gonna, you know, gather something great about this quarantine. And so I'm gonna go show up on my mat at least three times a, three times a week. And as time passed, it stopped being about discipline, but actually about simply joy. I started enjoying and seeing a lot of things in my life. And my practice became, let's just say, much more consistent. Uh, right now, I think I practice almost every single day, depending on how my body feels. And once I started doing that, I realized that one of the things that had been impacting me was also you know, my surroundings. I thought, you know, I'm feeling so great right now. And I was looking at my social media content and I was like, you know, everything that I'm looking at social media and not just from, you know, my private circle, but just social media in general was just full of um, content that I believe exacerbated negative emotions, um, like anger, resentment, sadness, fear, frustration. And so I decided to start sharing this concept um, with my friends and the individuals that followed me because I thought it would be beneficial it would transmit positive vibes. And that's sort of how I got into the yoga. Now, of course, it's had a lot of positive impacts in my life, which I can share with you. I don't know if you're interested in me proceeding. In, yeah, of course, completely. That's, that's, I think that's why we are here, but that's awesome. Like so far, uh, let me, so before you go deeper, I'm hearing kind of three steps and I want to see your take on this. So far, uh, I love uh, uh, lists. If you saw any other of the cyber talks, I always like having lists and working us, us working together into creating this amazing, easy to follow list. And I'm hearing is something that you started that required a lot of discipline at first, but it's something yeah. that you knew was going to help you improve. Then it became something that you started to enjoy and you started doing it for yourself because there's a point of the day where you actually needed it. Like my day is not full until I do or learn or teach about yoga. But then you came finally to a third step where you decided that not necessarily because people needed yoga, but also because people needed to see positivity and productivity on their feet instead of negativity and worry. So you decided to start imparting that knowledge you were getting. Do you think that's, those are the three steps so far? One. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Started from developing, you know, the curiosity and then at the end deciding to simply have an impact. I think um, having an impact, if you, you asked about the beginning about finding purpose, I think so far my purpose is to have a positive impact on my surroundings. Okay. That's definitely a, a, a bulletproof purpose. That's something that are gonna help you and help others, and definitely it's fulfilling. I, that that we know, that we know. That's awesome. So yeah, um, 
you you mentioned that you could go deeper into what exactly the steps or or later in the yeah of course so after i started developing this new mindset um and that includes you know practicing awareness managing your emotions i just achieved this state of being that i just think was much healthier and positive and to be honest i got inspired i decided you know if i've changed this and i'm enjoying this i want to do more you know it's like you get addicted you know mm -hmm. to this type of things and i think that when you're in a mental state you also attract good positive opportunities mm -hmm. and so when that ended up happening to me the first step was i had started a business called the midpoint venezuela mm -hmm. but truly it was you know still in the it was still a little bit raw and to be honest i hadn't dedicated much time to it i think i went into the mindset you know it's a pandemic but then after changing you know all my thought processes through yoga and developing mindfulness and just pursuing my passion i was like you know i'm just gonna start dedicating and also renovating um my own business and to be honest i devoted so much energy um positive energy towards creating something i would be proud of something that I thought would be beautiful and productive. And let me tell you, the change was incredible. I went to break even in just one month. Wow. And increased sales. And it was amazing. <laughs> Completely restructured the image of uh, my new company. Right now, we have a couple, about 150 followers still growing. And we do have our clients that are recurrent. And I love it, but I think it was think thanks to this mindset that i was able to achieve that but i think that's not just the only way that i've taken advantage of everything i've learned all the yoga so so far we have this list and then we started to see the fourth step with we i will say is recycle of the knowledge because that everything that you were teaching and the positivity behind that knowledge you end up recycling all these other areas of your life and previous projects as you had so um i'm curious about uh, to prove this, I would love to go before we go deeper into wellness, which is where I would love for you to go deeper into. There are these eight dimensions of wellness. I would love to go deeper into how this tackle each of these areas. I would okay. love to hear a little about how you think, uh, Alexandra or uh, Brian, how these steps relate to the steps you think you took for each of one of your projects. Uh, Alexandra, you can talk about the A concept and then uh, Brian would love to hear about uh, what you think re on regards of Polygon as well. So, um, so yeah, uh, you guys want to talk a little about uh, those steps were one, the curiosity that then with discipline became joy and then with joy it became something that you realized the world needed and then that's when you decided to go for impact sharing that knowledge. So you think that's similar the process you followed for the for each of your projects or there's something more in your story that you think it will help contribute to this list? Well, I think that I want to talk a little bit about the A concept. I think that definitely it does follow that list. Um, the first one, you said it was curiosity. So, well, it all started like a year ago when um, I moved into a new apartment and my mom, well, I've always liked art. I like, I've always liked, like, like painting, um, like 
my room is full with things that my mom painted for me and all that stuff and I've always like liked to help her and but I when I moved to this new apartment two years ago in, in college um my mom went to help me move in and when she saw the new apartment she said that it was very plain that definitely some paintings or decoration was needed and um instead of like going and buy some things she went to bought and like she bought some canvas in the like store in front of my house and some paints in a like in store in Pamplona as well and we began to like create random designs and paint them like with paint um and it was like it was fun but it was it was really like tough job because like it took it took a lot of time but anyway like we had a fun time like because it was like something very specific to my new apartment when all my friends came in they like really liked the all the paintings and they always said like oh i want one for my like for my room for my house and i began to do like a little investigation of like the maximum price that people like were willing to pay for a painting uh, or a poster or whatever and when they said like the the prices they were willing to pay it actually like did not like it was not it was not worth it so like all the hours that i spent painting all like the materials and like the revenue was not enough so i said like well this is actually not a good business and this year um in this quarantine i i began to like well i've always liked design and art and i've never like actually sit down to learn how to use all the like all the programs and so this quarantine i decided that was my goal like i needed to learn how to use at least illustrator so i began with a project i began like digitalizing digitalizing many designs and i decided to do the page and actually i've like i started on on Saturday like to open the actually the actual interim page and it has had like a very good impact so i'm really happy about that and i think that definitely the stages are the same like curiosity um joy and then like thinking that it can be something that people actually need art at an accessible price is something that people can actually like like mm. having and are willing to pay to, for a, like a really accessible price for having some nice decorations like on their walls. So I think that finding that insight actually helped me um, like boost my project. Yeah, no, completely. And you know what? I think you added an extra step, which I love is like, you tried something, you tried a style, but it turns out it was maybe not the most efficient way to solve the same problem, which I will say the problem is the lack of, I don't know, colors or lack of, you know, there is this concept of environmental wellness, which means basically you feel good about your environments. And I think that's what you're doing. You're making sure that people feel comfortable and happy on their homes with these different colors and arts. And you realize- also like an insight that I found this quarantine that I think that also helped me a lot was that like people don't like, they don't spend as much time as their homes as they have spent like this past four months. So mm. I think mm. that 
really like many people are now like um i don't know like they're paying more attention to what like their surroundings and their like inside their homes so i think that like they're finding this like white spaces that they can fill with something nice and i think that this is where the a concept like fits in so i think that that has helped me as well yeah and there's the time that, that people spend in the houses right now that's awesome you're mentioning something else now which I think uh, actually goes back to the concept of Kairos. Um, in the classic rhetoric, pathos, ethos, logos, Kairos, uh, where it's the different ways you can persuade someone. But basically uh, what I'm going for with this is that your project appeals to the moment. There is appeal to the emotions, there is appeal to the credibility, there is appeal to the logic, but in your sense, is also appealing to the moment because this is the right moment to deliver this because this is a moment where people are realizing they need this and that's definitely well. something awesome. perfect so let's declare definitely um maybe like as a soup step before a starting uh, making impact is realizing what the world needs right now and I think that's something that comes down to maybe the, I want, we, are, we were talking the other day um, about the concept of Ikigai, where Ikigai is a Japanese concept about finding your purpose, where you're finding about what you like, what you're good at, what the world needs, and how you can make money. And it creates this nice Venn diagram where in the center is your purpose. And there we go again, Ikigai. Uh, you like art, uh, you are good at art, and the world needed art right now. And you just mentioned you found a way to make money. That wasn't exactly the same way that was before painting by hand, maybe it was by printing. And that's a great purpose. Um, in the case of you, Patricia, um, definitely you, started by liking first by wanting to learn more about yoga because you needed something of physical wellness you mentioned but also you end up liking it you got good at it and the world needed for you to share this and we still are exploring ways to find money around it to make it a purpose if i'm not mistaken or you are already found a way to feel that that sense patricia um, I'm wondering, like in the, the, the core circle. Yeah. So with yoga, truly I'm not monetizing. I don't think it's my goal for them for the moment. Um, for me, I just really want to help and build a community um, full, full of positivity. But I can tell you that I experienced the same uh, type of process with my venture. And it's also centered about process. And I did monetize having a positive impact on others. Okay, that's awesome. And do you want, well, actually, let's hear a little bit about Polygon, but you want to later go deeper about adventure as well. If the people can take four examples of perfect purpose by using this system, it will be awesome as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Brian, do you want to talk a little bit more about Polygon and the story of the start of Polygon? I know you also have uh, another project called One. It's, it's called 41. 41. And re regarding to the list that Patricia and Alexander said, I, I can relate all the process to the formation or the creation of 41. 
So since like a lot, I had a, I always had a passion for advertising and marketing, and I'm very intrigued on on how marketing and advertising can change or make an impact in society. That was one of the basic like motivations that that's why I started studying marketing in the first place. So while learning all of these three years, I wanted to like express and start analyzing campaigns and talking about some of the historic campaigns. So I started right now in the quarantine, thanks to all the time that I had, I started this project called 41. And I wanted to add like three steps or three pillars in that list, in the list that I found out they were crucial. Mm -hmm. Consistency, like you need to be consistent. You need to have like a strategy for what you're gonna do because if you don't have a list or action, all of your project or your plan goes down. And another thing is passion for what you do. You need to love the, your project. You need to be always thinking about it, thinking about how you can impact people on a good side. And if you don't have a passion or a motivation for your project, nobody's gonna have it. If you don't have it, neither does the people have it. So you need to start from there. And another thing that is very important is patience. Like right now, we all the time, like we have the past five months, we have like a lot of time to think about ourselves, about our projects, about everything around us. And in creating a personal project, you need to be really patient because it's not gonna be easy at the first time. Obviously, uh, followers engagement doesn't come from sky. You need to build it like from, your, from the basis and start slow. That's why, so if you have patience, consistency, and a passion and love for what you do, I think those are the, the three adding to the list that can help build a great brand or build a great project. Okay, so you know what? This was before um, a list. Um, now it became a list with two stages, I think. Um, and I guess it comes down to the title as well. Uh, learning something new and then creating valuable content. Now, you just mentioned steps for the second stage when it's now time for delivery. Before yeah. we were talking about how getting to that, which was through, as I mentioned, curiosity that, that led to something you like, then is going deeper into that knowledge to getting good at it, then finding how that knowledge could impact the world and why the world needs that right now. And fourth, finally, how do you call monetizing? That's a part of, I will say, planning or discovery, or this is your purpose, this is something you could do. And here's the thing, you can always go back if you didn't like, the, if you started with something with curiosity, and then when, when you started learning about that something you didn't like it, you can always go back to step one and then try something new and go deeper into that list until you finally find that one purpose. But also, here's the thing, you won't discover if it is your purpose until you try it, right? And you try to deliver to the people. And as you mentioned, uh, Brian, patience. 
you won't get 500 likes in one second and then instead you uh, polish something you won't get all your friends to that's the thing you you, you cannot uh, take it personally but you start a project you the maybe the 1000 followers you have as a friends they won't follow in one second your project everybody's not gonna follow your project and yeah that's definitely personal. that's something that you need to realize that some people get demotivated by is that why i'm not getting enough likes or why i'm not getting enough questions about this but you get around 10 people asking you hey i saw you started this uh you could improve by this and people start inviting you to interviews and stuff like that so yeah i will say as you mentioned consistent yeah adding to that sorry it's it's really easy to get like dismotivated in creating content like it's really easy to see your feed and see well i have 10 likes people didn't like my post or people didn't like the thing that i investigated so yeah i think uh, patience and and don't take things personally because obviously for everything you do there's a group of people that are into or and they are not into i personally i create like content for historic campaigns i research and make and, and make some blog counts and not everyone's gonna like that that i know that and some of the people that's out there are gonna follow me some are not so yeah it's not taking things personally it's that's critical that's awesome that's, would you call it we have consistency passion patience resilience it could be Mm? Sorry, Patricia, can you repeat it? Oh, that I agree 100%. Oh, okay. Resilience, nice. Yeah, because resilience is, I will say, flexibility. You will receive stuff that takes you down, but you need to be like um, this gummy thing that goes back into place. I don't know. Do you have an example for a good analogy for resilience? Mm, I don't know. You know those gooey balls that we used to have as a kid that you throw them and they go all split they go all flat they spread themselves but then they go back to their to their original form of a sphere that's resilience you will get a lot of times stuff that is gonna you know take you and flat you down and it's gonna take you down but you need to be like that to go back into your place quit and the faster you get to that place again the faster you can continue to deliver on your passion and deliver on your purpose so yeah that's awesome so so far we have four great habits to find your purpose and four great habits to deliver that purpose to people so i would love to take advantage that we have people here that not are only experts on well, I will say, have gone through the process of starting something to delivering something, but also would like to hear if you have an idea of how would you go from, here's the thing, people is most afraid, I think, about the announcement phase. That's something that I definitely was afraid about, like, how do I announce this? And something that I forced me to announce, um, not even Cyplo, back then was, I was, I was sitting on the idea of whether to start my coaching business, my one-on-one coaching business, because part-time I'm a life coach. And is that literally in the course I was taking, they forced me like, hey, to continue the course, you need to announce to people 
and you will see how after you announce to people you will receive all the feedback you were wondering about and all the feedback that you actually needed so i would love to hear about your experience of taking that blind step of courage okay so perfect i mean i think this is amazing because when i started with my venture um truth be told i was very nervous i was like oh my god this is crazy um is anyone gonna buy what am i gonna do with the announcement and yes the first process was um we call it entrepreneurship uh friends fools and family you know that those are the first people who go for it and so i start um sharing with, with family with friends as you said not everyone followed right um but it was great it was a little nerve-cracking because i was like you know are people gonna like uh, my product are people gonna do it you know and buy from it and it was a slow process at first um i think you should understand i'm gonna explain a little bit about what the concept is of the business mm -hmm. i don't think i ever got to that Perfect. what i allow is um individuals venezuelans mostly that live outside of venezuela to send food provisions or anything nice to just sweeten their day such as say some wine um to their family members in venezuela but what i do is basically that person um does all the shopping for their family member in venezuela and we simply deliver it in 24 96 hours and truly what i cared about was having the impact of helping Venezuelans connect in spite of the distance and at the same time helping those Venezuelans in need that need the external support um, truly have truly receive it. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I think, nerve-cracking. And at the beginning, you're just waiting, you know, for all the feedback possible. Are they gonna like, you know, are people gonna start buying? And yes, at the beginning you have all your friends saying, hey, congratulations, it's amazing. But then you start focusing on sales, right? And sometimes the numbers come a little slower than you expect, but that's the best part because then you start modifying your content and little by little you start reaching um, and just going through that. I think resilience and just believing in your idea is essential during the space. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, it's very easy to get discouraged at that stage. You know, I just announced it, just went outside. Um, are people gonna like this? You know, and when you don't see everyone following you and everyone buying and just doing those sales immediately, then you can get discouraged. So I think that's when you need some mental strength, some resilience and persistence and just believe in the process. Believe that it's a process and just, I like to talk about continuous innovation, continuous improvement. Everything that you do, always ask, what can I do better? What can I do better? And check whether it works. And little by little, that's how we ended up growing. And I think it's been amazing because now I see I, I, as I told you, my goal is to have a individual and every time we make a sale or an order, I can see the picture of the family members in Venezuela receiving all the goods and it's incredible and so joyful. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, do you guys want to add a little bit, Alexandra, Brian, until that process of saying to the world, hey, I started this. So how does the process look like and how long do you sit uh, thinking about doing it? Sometimes you get really frustrated when things don't go on your way. In my case with 41, some of the fears adding the, the launch, the fear of the launch, you can see like the fear of making a mistake. That's like when you're creating content, it's like one of the biggest fears someone can have. Like if the people you, you give the content don't like it, 
And personally, when you start a project or you start a, a company, you have to make a mistake. So you're, you were talking about resilience. So you need to go down and then stand up and get better. So you need to make mistakes. Like obviously you need to make mistakes and learn from them to get better and better every time. So yes, Alexander. Oh. Um, well, I'm completely, um, I agree with Brian and what that, um, I think that the launch is a very, like, it's a very kind of like difficult, uh, moment because you always want like to, like to be perfect. I think that like, like I kept like postponing the launch until one day I said like, well, I think it's time. Like I've had, like, I had a little, like five um orders like behind the scenes and i said well i think it's time like to launch it with perfections or not like or, however it is and at like at the end i think that those imperfections are things that you like only you see like the public like, will not actually notice them so i think that sometimes you just have to like, um sit out and i don't know like make it like Serve the wave alone and leave it. It'll, it'll work. I think that's a. So I'm I'm here two. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing two things. One is getting rid of perfectionism by self-declaring yourself the fact, as you mentioned, public. The public probably won't notice this. But then there is a second uh, part where is release re realizing. Nothing is set on stand. I think that's a part that mm -hmm. we need to really realize. With what, what you mentioned, uh, Patricia, continuous improvement. Nothing is yeah. done. You, I mean, yeah, I mean change the homepage of Cyplo now probably 20, 50 times since I announced the beta stage of Cyplo. Yeah, maybe you mentioned that you are now trying things. That's something you could do. But nothing is yet on stone, and and yeah, uh, you you wanted to say something about it. Uh, yeah, I just think if you're going to be an entrepreneur and you want to start your own project, um, whether it being a new job, you really have to get out of fear. You know, fear is something that's in your head, and it's about the messages that you send yourself. So truly, it's about being present in your reality. Keep your motivation. And accept mistakes not, so, not as in like something that you did wrong, not at all. Just see them as an amazing opportunity, as something that you should be grateful for because it's just going to lead you towards the right direction. And it happened with Midpoint. It, it has happened with my career as an account executive delivery hero. And it also has happened with yoga. So it is what it is. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it comes down to the fact I was... Uh, listening to this quote the other day and some people might say it's a little bit corny but if you go down to the technical terms of what I'm about to say it's not corny it's a smart way to make decisions is that you could either there are two ways to make decisions in life uh, decisions based on fear whatever that means fear of uh, rejection fear of whatever or decisions made based on love, love, love or passion about what you do. So you could think you could be either be uh, make the decision of 
procrastinating you release because you're afraid of what people are gonna judge you about it or that it's not gonna be perfect and because of that you're gonna ruin your one chance which is completely lie there is not only one chance or you could release it because basically you love your project so much and you love the people around you and you realize people actually need this project and that's how you overcome what is called as well the imposter syndrome which is when you think that ah that's a third step we can talk about but first first i want to thank you all for being here and conclude with these final thoughts and after that we can continue adding to this list if you guys have a little bit of more time in any chance i know some of you have to leave uh, so having said that Alberto, do you have a, a list you want to tackle or should I tackle mine? Yeah, well, I only would like to say that uh, what I see here is that all our participants lost fear and that's really important, you know? And sometimes when we learn things, it's a synonym to step into new territory, to the unknown, you know, when you learn. So first of all, you have to lose fear of that and start learning, tap on the, those new territories because we we always talk about finding your purpose but that's a lot more complex than it sounds like but what i can tell you is to keep being curious because one day you may stumble on something that is gonna make your purpose so just that's your main purpose keep curious lose fear i know sometimes learning means that going to a known territory that's that's normal but once you break that barrier you can't imagine what can happen to you. And I see that all these participants lost fear and went for it, you know? So that's what I would like to say. Mm. People say, Re ready, aim, fire. I like to say, um, ready, fire, aim. Aim after you know fire. What? <laughs> you know what I love to tell myself when I take these opportunities is, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. nice. If I feel fear, just jump. Don't think about it. Don't think about if it. If I sense fear, yeah. just say yes. So <laughs> yeah, you, you, yes need to have, you need to have a little faith. Don't let faith. your brain start, oh, you know, sorry. thinking about the possible outcomes and nothing. Just trust it and jump. You'll figure it out. It's bravery and resilience, I think, that are two very important words in all this process. Awesome. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you one last time the list, and you're going to give me a little final thoughts and then uh, we will conclude this awesome side of ProTalk. So first, there are three steps. The first one is about finding your purpose. The second one is about announcing your purpose. And the third one is about to continue to deliver your purpose. So the first one has four sub-steps. First one, be curious and start learning about something. Find something you like. That's the first step. The second step is gain knowledge, maybe find a mentor, and start going deeper into getting better at it. Third, find something that the world needs that is around those two things. Probably, um, yeah, basically what the world is going to benefit if you release this somehow to the, pro, uh, to the public. And the fourth step, and it's not necessarily something you need to figure out before announcing, but it's how you're gonna monetize it. Uh, realizing there is a, maybe a way you could also leave off fulfilling this purpose of yours. So those are the four steps to find your purpose. 
Then the four steps for announcing your purpose is get rid of perfectionism, uh, realize that nothing is set on stone, realize that not everybody's gonna notice the mistakes you probably have done, and because everybody's gonna make mistakes in this process, and that's part of the learning. And finally, uh, you mentioned something about realizing that you can do continue improvement, uh, right, Patricia? I think goes a little bit with nothing set of stone, but I think it's definitely something worth to keep in mind before release, re announcing the project. And finally, Brian, you mentioned a lot about the third stage, where it's continue to deliver the purpose. And that's first, consistency. Try to find some consistency. Although I will uh, try new things as well. So a little bit about being consistent, but consistent in the sense at least you're posting in a regular uh, schedule way. Like, it's not like you're gonna stop posting for a whole month and then this and then no, and just this and then no. I think you mentioned something like that. Second, passion. If you're if not here right now, you know, talking about passionately about this, why anybody's gonna be passionate about this? So yeah, you need to be the first one to bring the fire so the other ones can carry it around. Third, patience. And nothing is gonna be from one night to another. Um, every project takes a longer time than you thought it would take to take off. That happens and that's okay. And that's something you need to keep in mind. And finally, a resi resilience. So the stuff is gonna happen that is gonna bring you down, but you need to be uh, resilient. Go back to your purpose and remember yourself, to yourself why you need to continue delivering this purpose. And yeah, that's how you uh, are able to find something you like, uh, gain knowledge about it and create invaluable content for the world to make 2020 the best year of your life. By first, as I mentioned, uh, finding your purpose. Second, announcing your purpose. And third, to continue to deliver your purpose. So yeah, any final thoughts, any steps you will add in this list with three stages and 12 steps? I would just say, one, let go of fear. Two, embrace mistakes. And third, learn from them. Awesome, awesome. Perfect, concise, and that's what we're looking for. Um, okay, um, Brian? Well, I think it can be easily said like to list all the things it takes a lot of time even months or years to deliver all of those like all the lists and all the subgroups so yeah i think it's a roundup of basically what you need to have to create a, a good project all right all right obviously not not all of the projects are equal so mm. so there's no one size fits there, all. there there's no equation to make a good project so but i think those are the basis or like the pillars to making a a great project perfect um, uh, Brian said i believe that there's no equation for a good project but if you believe in your purpose and you deliver your purpose and you show your public that you believe in your purpose and that what you want is them to believe in the same purpose as you do, I think that that's the key for a great project. So that's what I can say about it. 
Thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation. No, thank you. Uh, you really well, till next time. So, yeah, uh, Alberto, one last thing you want to say, or should we? What I would like to say is thank you all for coming, and I think uh, what you said is really accurate. But yeah, I think we've run out of time actually, so. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, everybody. This was awesome. This is to be continued someday. Uh, sure. I want to see you thank all you again. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you. Have a thank great you for having us. And keep making 2020 the best years of your life.